And we are back to another episode of Airing It Out, Season 2, Episode 16, Week 15 of the NFL. So sad, so few games left. Playoff time, though. Bringing in my co-host, Dr. David Drew. Dr. David Drew, the season's over. We can shut this whole thing down. I'm out of the playoffs. I'm not so sure if you can call me Dr. David Drew anymore. Given the GOP's response to Dr. Jill Biden, I'm oh. not so sure that I'm allowed to be called Dr. David Drew because I'm certainly not a doctor doctor. <laughs> and the best thing I could be considered a doctor of is a fantasy football. Um, but let me put on my no, wait, psychiatry. Side note on that. I was just yeah. watching some friends today. And uh, there was an episode where Ross and they went to see Rachel's dad was in the hospital. Yeah. And she, she, Rachel said, Ross, enough of that right now. This is a real serious place. <laughs> no, he, I think he actually says, like, I'm yeah, Dr. Says, Ross I'm Geller. Dr. And she Ross goes, Geller. stop it. That means something here. <laughs> yeah, exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly the whole point. We doctors, doctors, quote unquote doctors. Yeah. We don't introduce ourselves as doctor except in settings where that wouldn't matter you know like i don't I, first off i never really introduce myself as dr drew it's very nice of you to call me that every week and remind everybody that i have a phd well, i like it um but that's that if like we go to a dinner party and someone calls me dr drew i'm immediately like please call me david or i'm like i'm a doctor don't whatever <laughs> but ben serious. shapiro is very confused about people going to doctor or to, to, to tables at dinner and saying, hi, I'm Dr. Drew. I don't introduce myself like that. And secondly, <laughs> if you end up having a stroke and the EMTs show up, I will not push the EMT out of the way and say, wait, I'm a doctor. I <laughs> promise doctor. you that won't happen. And neither will Jill Biden. I promise you that. So leave Jill Biden alone. So if, if this yes. has somehow reached a GOP listener, that's right. leave Jill Biden alone. That's right. Now, listen, I'm going to switch gears here. We, we, are, uh, we are filming. We are uh, recording this. Uh, well, somewhat filming, I suppose, <laughs> at the end of the day is Zoom, after all. Um, on a very massive snowstorm day where I was at the beginning of the week, I was scheduled to get between three and six inches of snow. This morning, I shoveled nearly, I think it was over 25 inches of snow. So I don't know how you guys did out there in the Boston area or whatnot, but man, we got clobbered here in the great city of Troy. Well, I think I live in some weird like bubble on a pond where the pond doesn't really, it's because there were still ducks on the pond because Penna still hasn't done anything to said ducks on the pond. <laughs> um, so they're very cranky and there's a lot of heat and it just kept the snow down. We were supposed to get something like 18 inches. We were the little bubble, like Mansfield is supposed to get a ton oh, of snow. Um, happy about that. Yeah, we only got 12 inches. So, uh, you know, it's not such a big deal. Lots of snow blowing, but now I'm ready to think about a little bit of fantasy football. Yeah, we um, are here. But I can we put are. on my, my doctor psychiatrist hat because that's what apparently being a doctor means you can just be a doctor of anything. So. Um, <laughs> How's everybody feeling? The season's almost over. It feels sad. Yeah. Like you said, I, I always get a little depressed this time of year because A, it gets dark at like three yeah. and, and B, um, you have to shovel snow and C, <laughs> like football is basically almost over. Well, and the best part of football, I mean, I like watching playoff football, but I yeah. love watching football because of fantasy football. That's so right. that's right. Um, how are yeah. you feeling, Jeff? Do you need you a friend? Know... Do you need a hug? <laughs> I, uh, I'm actually really sad. I, even with the COVID and, and the in and out, the ups and downs and the different scheduling, I actually really enjoyed the season so far. So, I mean, it, it's gone by so fast, but as this year goes, it's just, 
it's a strange year. Like even today, like 25 inches of snow, like of course, 2020, we got 25 inches of snow and we were supposed to get three. Um, it's a crazy time. So generally I, I, I'm sad and I'm, I'm happy that, uh, that I'm, I'm out of the playoffs because now I can actually watch football for fun. <laughs> I was going to say, do you need a hug? You were, you left the playoffs in like a ball of fire. I don't know. Like it, it I, I thought that last week with your score of 70, whatever it was the week before, sorry, was, was a fluke after you had 196 no. points. And, and honestly, it's funny because when you put up 196 points, you had said, <laughs> leave some for the playoffs. They're not going to have anything left for the playoffs. And you yep. were totally right. So now my concern this week is that I blew all of my points uh, in the, in a week that doesn't matter, except <laughs> stop managed year. to top me. So stop didn't did. really want to make a side bet. We could have made a side bet. Now yeah, you two, uh, you two really racked up the points this week. You didn't even play anybody. Um, so I'm really hoping that this is like, uh, it's pretending what's to come because last season stop beat me twice during the regular season i beat him in our head-to-head matchup in the bye weeks and then he ended up beating me in the last game of the year so yeah i'm hoping that if it comes down to that that history holds so stavros you heard me i gave you one last year you got to give me one if we get to the end i guess so <laughs> um but let's talk about the games that actually did matter my oh and actually before we talk about the games that matter we got to say one thing kevin's team Put up a solid little 90 points yeah. out of his team. Now, mind <laughs> you, we would say that's not a big showing out of one of the fantasy football teams in our team, but Kevin did not update his roster, but no. he had 90 points. And I gotta say, that was basically on Cam Akers. That's way you better know. on me. Yeah, Cam Akers is, is turning out to be a good pickup for him. Josh Jacobs had some points, you know, yeah. like you know, so there's some light on the horizon for him. And then honestly, there was a great little matchup uh between uh penna and uh tom right or yeah. penna and patrick it's penna and patrick 107 to 110 that was pretty close i know you guys unless you know we encourage you guys if you want to the season's over but you can still have fun with it whoever you end up getting matched up with in this consolation ladder if you want to do a little side bet you want to have a little fun yeah go for it i, I would do me it and, I, yeah me and matt play each other this week we play each other this week or whatever in the bracket or whatever it is and uh, I'm thinking to myself, well, the score will be like 81 to 63. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so let's get into those games that actually don't matter. And sorry, Penna, by the way, you if even if you had made the playoffs, you would have lost to both the teams that won. So, yeah. you know, even with the decision that we made, maybe not such a big deal. But all right, let's, well, let's first get with, into that game. Yeah, let's of, start, start with the no luck literally in Upstate Masters because we'll make this one pretty simple. It's so simple um, only because the farm team becomes the master. The farm team has really become the master in, in all honesty, because he's beat me all three times. Um, my, my season, and I, I wish we could get everybody on here to like, talk about what they feel about their season. Uh, and we should, we, maybe we should figure out a way to do it, but it, my season all once Will Fuller went down, Saquon Barkley went down and then Antonio Gibson went down. I really had no chance going into this playoffs um, ever. So um, I feel good about the season. I feel good about my three and zero record from the start, but Ray just manhandled me, destroyed me. And actually, again, he's, he, because of Travis Kelsey, he's the, he is like my kryptonite. Yeah. You know uh, it's, it is your kryptonite for sure. And you know, I, it didn't help that you played Leonard Fournette who ended up being a healthy scratch for the I mean, game. I mean, they like, I mean, how was I supposed to know that? <laughs> right. Um, I'm going to take whatever money you want to send me via Venmo or PayPal, because by keeping Jeff on the live show, 
he missed the news that Leonard Fournette <laughs> was a that's healthy true. scratch and couldn't he didn't put in somebody like oh I don't know that would have mattered the Gus bus. It would have mattered. Gus, Gus bus. bus, 16 points. I was a little surprised you didn't go with the Gus bus. I, I only because well, I call him the Gus bus and it feels fun to yeah, call him that. But. I struggled with it or whatnot. But you know what? This was as predicted, right? You and I both took Ray here and very deservingly, he he deserves to go on to the next round. And I do not. Uh, after my season, my, you know, my record is what it, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> And so uh, Ray definitely, he, he earned the next round. So you know what it was for, for Ray when he won the Mike Davis uh, sweepstakes back when uh, Christian McCaffrey went down? You know, it's funny. I, so I've been built, I, I had to build a shed before the snow came to hold my snowblower because it's like the, when you buy a house, it's like the lady who swallowed a fly. You just, it's a big ripple effect. Anyway, you buy a house, then you got to buy a snowblower to keep the driveway clean, but then you need a shed for the snowblower. So you got to buy the shed and then you put the shed and then you put it <laughs> together and it's a whole thing and then it doesn't totally. even work, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I'm building, I'm outside basically freezing my butt off for the last three days between plowing or I mean snowblowing and, um, and uh, or as Tom and I now call it, lawn snowing. Um, because I, for the life of me, I cannot remember the name for a snowblower. It's like I've had a stroke and it's left my <laughs> vocabulary. Um, we, uh, I kind of went back and listened to some of our old episodes, which was very fun. And you had said, um, there were a couple of times where we really highlighted that Ray had won that, that sweepstakes. He won the Mike Davis sweepstakes. And that was a yeah. big week that Christian McCaffrey went, went down and it was going to be about who got Mike Davis yeah. and that, yep. and that, you know, Mike Davis ends up with 21 points. Now, mind you, the gap was not 21 points. The gap was your team times two. So it's final <laughs> yeah. score was 146 yeah. to 77 and a half. I don't think we've said that, but we probably need to say that. Um, you know, look, you did, you really just got a little trouble. Look, the the trade that we, you know, you, you knew you had to make, which was for the yeah. running back is what you needed running back depth. And you just didn't have it to bail you out when you needed it most. <laughs> it's true. So. It's funny. I was going to actually text you over the weekend and just be like, Hey, when does the off season start? Since I'm out of the playoffs, can I make a trade now? <laughs> <laughs> if you like Ronald Jones, let's talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. Um, um, so but- yeah. So anyways, good job, Ray. Good job to you. I'm glad you're going on to the next round uh, as the, uh, well, you're the master on the farm team now. So I'm, I'm rooting for the, the, I'm rooting for the, the major league team to go, go on. Well, you got to root for the farm team because then if he keeps getting better, then eventually he can maybe send you some prospects. Yeah, you know, well, it's a whole thing. But... Maybe he'll send me Travis Kelsey. Yeah. You know, it was a little interesting. You had some choices to make. You you made good choices overall, except for the the inactives and Leonard Fournette. But, you know, you had yeah, a couple, you had some guys with points on your, on your bench. You know, I was surprised to see that you didn't play Jarvis Landry after a big week the week before. Um, yeah. I went with the Baltimore defense a little bit, probably a little nostalgia on that one. Cause they're not that great. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It was a weird game. And again, Chase Young though, you, you told me that you Chase like Young. have this weird relationship with Chase Young and Chase Young has just done nothing but play lights out. He's so he's gotten a lot better as the season's gone on. He really has. Um, as a rookie, he's definitely got a lot better. He scored a touchdown, I think, right? Or something. He did. Like that. He had a uh for, he had a forced fumble, a fumble recovery, and then he yeah, he picked it up with like one hand and carried it like I would carry like a can of soda <laughs> to to the end zone. But I mean yeah. he just was on fire in this game. And San Francisco looked awful, honestly. But awful. well. Ray, you you live to see another day. Yeah, how yeah. exciting for you! You got a little luck, literally. Little, <laughs> that's right. That is right. All right, so on to what do we have next? We have the Davis Square Hipsters and the Farmington Football Team, right? And so, 
just like our game between Ray and myself, they too, <laughs> uh, Matt and I are like playing at the same level and uh, everyone else is a little echelon above us right now. But You know, this really did come down to what we had thought it might've come down to is that my, Matt Ryan without Julio Jones potentially was yeah. a potential problem for Matt going into the playoffs. And he didn't really have much in terms of an alternative to play there. I mean, he could have played Drew Locke and would have, it would have been more competitive, but I mean, cause Drew Locke put up 39 points, but I'm not yeah, putting Drew Locke in over Matt yeah, Ryan. No, no way. way. And the yeah. thing that really hurt him was Russell Gage through the touchdown, not, not Matt Ryan through the long touchdown. So, oh, right. um, but you know, we also said maybe Kareem Hunt doesn't have a big week. Maybe JK Dobbins doesn't have a big week. They both did. Um, yep. So it really did come down to the fact that, Russell Wilson had a great game, put up 34 points through a lot of touchdowns, yeah. not a lot of touchdowns to Tim's guys. Actually, we were joking about this in the chat that Russell Wilson was throwing touchdowns to everybody, but Tim's guys <laughs> for the most part, but DK Metcalf did end right. up with one. So, yeah. um, but the big story was Jonathan Taylor Thomas biggest week of his life yep. since uh, 1999 when home improvement <laughs> went off the air. <laughs> Actually, where is he now? Do we even know? He went to Harvard and Columbia for a little while. Like he just wow. left. I, I, oh. The only reason I know that I had to look up when home improvement went off the air to make that joke. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so then I went down some rabbit hole of the internet and read all about Jonathan Taylor Thomas, That's but funny. sorry, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor looked pretty good. Tim's got himself a nice little running back core to build around next year. He's got some guys to protect. Um, he's still got Michael Thomas on his bench with eight points, like you said. Yeah. Um, and he's got some good talent there. So Tim's could be the team that we're all he could looking be the at the new sheriff in town. No, wait, we can't take no, that. Penna, Penna is definitely the new sheriff in town. But we should also talk about briefly the Rams defense finally, like coming out, getting Tim yeah. some points. And Tim, I believe, drafted the Rams defense this year. Was yeah. that the defense that you drafted? Um, so they've had a few actually. good weeks. So, yeah. um, good good for you tim so yeah we, we knew were... russell wilson wouldn't be able to i mean two weeks in a row he was gonna throw some points especially at home and then the jets i mean the jets oh my the jets the jets so anyway just... so davis square hipsters 154.5 to the farmington football team 84.5 and so we move on to the next round semi-finals the semi-finals which is really sad because that means there's only two weeks left and really only one week there's four games and then there's or there's two games and there's one game you know so it's all we're all kind of watching from outside in now so let's start on the bottom of the bracket and then we'll go to all the right. top of the bracket oh, just because we need to start somewhere um so we're going to start with the davis square hipsters versus the boston gangstav um yes. and this is i think this is going to be a great matchup um and what we thought we would do is since there's only four teams and we don't have to go through so many matchups is we go a little bit position by position and debate who's gonna who's gonna win on the position here yeah um now so we both picked correctly last round right we both knew we did we, we, we did we're all right. we're all even here going into the, the this is a, the very official uh, uh chart that i made <laughs> <laughs> very official um yeah so we're all we're all even right now so all right so we've got the davis square hipsters versus the boston gangstop right now espn has it projected with the davis square hipsters winning 123.9 to boston gangstop 115 and a half so starting off with the quarterbacks in the left corner, aka the yeah. Davis Square Hipsters, Russell Wilson versus the 
should be great, but has been so frustrating for Stav this year. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, but maybe coming around a little bit later in the season. Like he had he 40 points last week, 31 points the week before. Maybe that little I, bit of a COVID scare got him going. Yep. I mean, I can see why on this particular, why ESPN has uh, Russell uh, Wilson as uh, well, the Davis square hipsters and Russell Wilson being sort of the advantage, but I have to tell you, Lamar Jackson, you know, Jacksonville at home versus Russell Wilson have to going to, to, to DC and playing that, that Washington defense and that chase young defense. So I, you know, it's, to me, it's almost a push here. I think that, I think that the quarterback for me is going to be, they're going to be pretty even. This is not where the game's going to be won. I don't know if you have some thoughts on it. Yeah. I mean, I think, I do think Jacksonville is an easier matchup for um, Lamar Jackson. And since they basically have decided that Lamar has got to run the ball and they're going to figure out schemes to get him to the ball to run. And he's going to run in the red zone because he's gotten three rushing touchdowns in the last two weeks. I don't know if that's a sustainable clip for Lamar Jackson. And I yeah. do think Russell Wilson, Washington is beatable on the pass, not so much on the run. Um, so I do think, um, and I think Seattle's offensive line is a very different offensive line. So I do think Russell Wilson has enough offensive weapons to get the passing touchdowns. I think my concern with this matchup comes up later in the, in the wide receivers, but all right. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. give slight advantage to Tim, but I agree with you, it might be a push. Yeah. All right, you want to do like running backs? Looks like the, this, like they have, oh, they got, well, Stav has two running backs in currently and uh, Tim has three in. But I think overall, I'm, you know, again, it's, uh, whew. I mean, Delvin Cook is definitely the, probably the number one if you were to line up all these running backs here together. So you kind of lean towards Stav here. But I mean, Austin Eckler and Jonathan Taylor and Kenyon Drake and mostly Jonathan Taylor and Austin Eckler, if they can continue kind of on their streak, I can see, I, I, I don't put Raheem uh, Moser into like that echelon. I probably put him last in the ranking. So if I'm averaging this out, I'm, I'm giving the little edge to Tim here. Um, I, I could see it. I'm definitely giving it. the, I'm definitely giving the edge to Tim here between um Kenyon Drake and Jonathan Taylor. If you go, if we're just talking about the first two running back slots, Kenyon Drake, Jonathan Taylor versus Dalvin Cook and Raheem Mostert. Raheem Mostert just does not feel like the same Raheem Mostert that's been there. And I also think defenses are playing San Francisco right now and they're saying Nick Mullins can throw as much as he wants. We're just going to try to shut down whatever tr kind of run game they try to get going. Yeah. And, you know, Raheem Mostert again still has a questionable tag going into this week. The only way this changes is if Christian McCaffrey plays, I think. Stav has yes. a very different outlook for his running backs um, because then he may be slots where he muster in as his flex, in which case that becomes pretty competitive with Austin yeah. Eckler, who also has a questionable tag going into this week. But I just think I ultimately, up, yeah. I, I, think, up, I don't think he's going to play. It sounds like who Austin Eckler, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Christian yeah. McCaffrey. Yeah. He's yeah. doubtful right now. So it doesn't sound like yeah. he's going to play, but they play um, Saturday as well. There's Saturday games. this week. Oh, I hate Saturday games. They're the worst. Yeah. Their Saturday games. Um, and the Giants got Sunday flex in the Sunday night games. And what a disaster that's going to be because now Jason right. Carrot has uh, COVID. So he's not even calling the plays. Well, maybe they'll actually get some points. <laughs> that could be. Freddie Kitchens is calling the place, which is a whole separate. Well, that's a, that's a hot mess situation. Okay. So, so you know, the ball's the going to Evan Ingram. That's, oh, that's God, right. we're, we're screwed. That's Giants, right. Right, Giants, to... help us, God. <laughs> back, back to the fantasy. I don't want to take us derail us too much. All right. So um, we'll go to the flex. Austin Eckler versus Calvin Ridley. I like Austin yeah. Eckler here. I'm giving Tim the advantage in the flex. 
because I'm, I'm giving oh go ahead because Austin Eckler against the Raiders versus Calvin Ridley against Tampa Bay Tampa Bay's defense has been playing pretty well I don't know Calvin Ridley has been amazing this year for uh for for uh Atlanta and for Stav I'm, I'm I'm giving the edge to Calvin Ridley I'm giving the edge he has. to Stav here well I do think it also depends on if Julio Jones plays or not so if Julio Jones plays yeah. I think it changes his outlook and I, I haven't had a chance to look up what Julio Jones is doing but I'm going to give the edge to Austin Eckler here. I'm going to give an edge to Tim. Um, you know, he's had 12, six and 13. That's what you want from your flex. So I, yeah. I think maybe between Calvin Ridley making up for him monster, if you flip these positions, if you could, basically, if you could think about it, switching it that you way, could, yeah. it is a little more even, but I don't know. I, I'm splitting it out. All right. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett going up against Adam Thielen and AJ Brown. Ooh. I mean, if they have a bad week, then it's a bad week. They have a good week. It's a good week. <laughs> I'm giving the edge um, to stop here. I, it's funny. I, I'm giving the edge to Timmy here. <laughs> so it's, I, they've been an unstoppable pair that he's got, they've gotten them this far. So, but I, I can appreciate, tell me why I, I can appreciate, you know, where you're going here. I just think AJ anybody, any player who can score a touchdown on an onside kick deserves special <laughs> recognition. And I think that AJ Brown has a lot of special things going for him and he's playing the lions um and washington is a good defense so and they've, they're a good rushing defense defense and a good pressure the quarterback defense and i think they're very similar to the new york giants that way and yeah. when when new york the new york giants which do not have the playmakers that the washington redskins have played against seattle and i think the redskins will definitely follow that blueprint i'm not sure that Russell Wilson will have all the time that he needs to get Tyler Lockett, that deep ball that makes him so threatening. Yeah. Um, so I think Dick I, Metcalf will score points like he normally will, but you know, I think David Moore and Will Disley, these other tight ends you know, that he looks for, I think have a real chance to get some points and maybe leech some points away from uh, Tyler Lockett. I, I got, I, I got you on that. I, I can see it. You know, actually, I mean, from a veteran standpoint and from a, who do you trust more? I can see where Stav kind of leads the way here. Um, I mean, Tyler Lock has been in the, in the league a long time. It will see what DK Metcalf does as the, as the season goes on too. But yeah, I like it. I like it. It's funny. We're kind of, we're kind of opposite. We're kind of opposite. It, it, and it goes to show how I would play my team versus how you would play your that's team. That's right. And that's why you're winning. <laughs> 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 All right. So we'll, we'll um, kind of, uh, go to the tight end here, Johnny Smith versus TJ Hawkinson. Nice. I'm giving the advantage nice to TJ Hawkinson. I'm going push. Really? Going... I, I think Johnny Smith earlier in the season, 100%. But I think TJ Hawkinson has become a very reliable target for um, for, for Matthew Stafford. Matt, Matthew yeah. Stafford. And Johnny Smith has kind of fallen off the, the, the edge here. So I they both could get a touchdown. I think they have equal opportunities to get a touchdown, but I think that TJ Hawkinson will have more yardage, which yeah, makes it a safer play. Is slightly better. I'll give you the, I'll give you that. I think I would probably lean that way as well. Yeah. All right. Um, let's skip the IDPs. Cause I don't think we can really predict IDPs. Yeah, no it's one too can predict hard. IDPs. And we'll go right to the defenses and special teams. So we got the Rams against the jets and the Buccaneers against Atlanta. Yeah. There's a clear winner Ooh. here. Yeah, there's a clear winner. Rams. Rams. Rams Timmy. all the way to me. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, and then lastly, Harrison Buckert playing uh, the New Orleans Saints and Rodrigo Blinkenship playing Houston. I'm giving a slight edge to stop here. Yeah, I you know, actually I'm I'm giving a slight edge to to Timmy. I I I don't know. Harrison Bucker, he's a I don't know, he's 
as the season goes on, I think he gets better and better. I think that team's going to get better and better. So. I don't think the issue is Harrison Butker. I think the issue, the, the thing about a good kicker is yes, that it's a kicker who's on an offense that doesn't score a lot of touchdowns. Score a lot of touchdowns. I get it. They, yeah, they get I stuck get in the zone. And I think Indianapolis gets stuck in the zone yeah. and, and they play in a dome. They kick the ball more. It's true. It's um, true. Harrison Butker just doesn't need to kick as many times except for extra points. So I think there's it's a, be a edge fun to game stop. at New Orleans. That must be the four. 30 game on Sunday because yeah. why isn't that the Sunday night game all right so who's your final pick who are you going with so overall I mean when I'm leaning back and forth I think I lean a little bit more in um oh I mean we both picked we well we have our bracket picked... the bracket's okay but who yeah, are you, with, yeah knowing what you know now who's in there who are you picking? um I think I'm gonna I think I'm giving this Give me a minute. You go. <laughs> I need more time to think. <laughs> got to figure out whose jersey has got to burn in the next 10 I got to figure it out. I got to figure it out. I'm going with the Davis Square hipsters on a slight edge here. And you know why? Because it's wishful thinking. Because I just don't want to play stuff in the playoffs if I don't have, or in the, in the <laughs> yeah. if I don't have to. If I, I think I'm leaning. I think I'm leaning stuff here. I think on the diversity of his team and, and um, obviously because he just scores lots of points. Um, but it's very close. We're, we're like, we're literally splitting hairs here. I, I, you know, Tim's team is great. And I think the thing about Tim's team is it just puts up consistent points. So it does. It, it really comes down to does Stav's team boom like it can and yeah. get ahead of Tim or yeah. does Tim just, and I think Tim just puts up his 130 to 140 points. I don't think he goes much higher than that, but I think he's a really good chance to win. I'll put my money on Tim because that's where I was anyway. And I, and I, going point by point i don't think i'm going to change it that much stav's got some more question marks around it, especially around raheem Moster and the running back so uh i think it's really what it comes down to but i think it'll be really interesting to watch it could really come down to the idps at the end of the day um yeah. but stav yeah, just surprisingly beat me in the, our head-to-head he where did. He, like he did. we thought he i had it away with 166 166 to 169 in that head-to-head yeah, yeah so. that's that's a lot of points that's a lot of points for an off week yeah. um all right, let's see how it goes. Uh, all right, so let's go on. Do you want to go on to the, we are on to the Mansfield Tims versus No Luck Literally. So you versus Ray. Um, I mean, quarterback wise, easy. I, well, you know, yeah, easy. Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know. Easy. Is it easy? Kyler. I don't know. <laughs> um, I think Kyler is definitely a better pick than Taysom this week. Um, I don't think I don't Taysom know. has enough. I don't have enough film on him really right now, honestly. I think Taysom's a serviceable quarterback. I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs are that particularly scary of a defense. They're an okay defense, but they're not that scary. I think they will throw different looks at him because you know they it's Steve Spagnuolo and he just will yeah. find ways to beat him. And I think he'll just try to be smart. Um, whereas Taysom Hill is such an athlete that I think he will still put up good points. So I think Ray gets some points here. Kyler just has not quite looked the same after that shoulder injury. He's been putting up okay points, but in the last four weeks, he went up 28, 11, 28, and 24 points. In all the weeks prior, in the six weeks prior to that, he was above 30 points no matter what. And actually all season, he was above 30 points with the exception of week three, where he was at 29. So there's clearly something going on with his shoulder is basically the, what I pointed that out a few times, which is pretty, uh, I feel like you're the only one talking about it. Maybe you should go national. Maybe we should. We're going to, we'll we'll take this thing on the road. Um, The one thing uh, that I I have thought about is um, maybe Tua against New England. I I would say that my quarterback Mm. is not 
completely locked in yet. Um, Tua actually was my highest scoring quarterback last week. Tua has been playing okay. I think they're taking the wheels off him a little bit. I also grabbed Jalen Hurts just to make sure that that uh, that Ray wouldn't take him. Yeah, good idea. Um, and also good because idea. I had a slot to give on my bench and thought, man, you know, young quarterback. Good idea. Good um, idea. But I, I, I have to tell you, though, if you go down, uh, my feeling in the playoffs, and you, you probably are not completely opposite of this because that's what we do, is uh, like if you're going to lose – you, you're going to lose with the guys that you got you there. I feel like, like you can't, I mean, I don't feel like you can put Tua in in your semifinal round of a, of a championship of the dynasty league. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, the other option is to put in Deshaun Watson against Indianapolis, which isn't right. a bad uh, pick. Yeah. I mean, you're I probably 50, just... 50 on them playing anyways this year, right? Exactly. So that's basically how it's been. So I got, I still have to make a decision here that ESPN has the projections. We should say the projections up front at 142.8 for me and 119.6 for Ray. I think that's drastically overshooting my, my score here. Um, I think it, I think Derek, let's get into the running backs because I think this is a big part of why that's inconsistent. So Ray's got Alvin Kamara, Chris Carson, and Mike Davis in his flex. It's a formidable three. For sure. I have Aaron Jones, Derek Henry, and I currently have Justin Jefferson in my flex. Um, but that, that was going to maybe change, except uh, Ronald Jones ended up getting finger surgery. So I don't think it's going to change at this point. Um, I probably will stick with Justin Jefferson against the Bears. So if we think about those three, Derek Henry and Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones has been the most consistent running back I've had this year, which is saying something when you have Derek Henry on your team, because Derek Henry has these big weeks but then he has these weeks where he's in single digits. Yeah. And we talked yeah. about this last week in terms of that Derek, uh, that uh, uh, James Robinson, we were talking about Patrick's team. James Robinson had the most consistent season out of anybody and had, you know, very few single point weeks. Yeah. And Derrick Henry has many, he has a, a handful, you know, and as who he has three total, um, but has one right at the 10 point mark as well. And one at the 12 point mark, which is not what you want from Derrick Henry, right? Derrick yeah. Henry's just such a beast. So um, he had 35 last week though. That's the thing. Either like defenses say, forget it. We're going to try to stop something else. And then he runs to town all day long or they actually shut him down and they yeah. let something yeah. else beat them, I guess. So um, I think this is a push for me. Yes. I don't know. I mean, if you, I mean, maybe I would, I would put a, I don't know. No, I, I, I lean you, um, but I do like Alvin Kamara. And uh, I, I think Alvin Kamara is better than one of the two of your guys this week, but I think your other guy is better than their guys. And so um, I don't know, like Mike Davis goes to the running back spot there. Maybe I would be more in the push area. I don't know. That's I don't, I think I like yours. I think I like your running backs a little bit better. I, I think I really do feel like it's a push. I don't know. I just, I think yeah, uh, it's a three running backs. Plus he can play three running backs, which I would prefer to do, but I just don't have that third running back to put in there yeah. right now. Cause Ezekiel Elliott is just you, not... really evolved his team really well this season. Hasn't he? He's just it's been really... fantastic. Yeah. He's done a great job of kind of putting people in. Um, and, and the Taysom Hill, Elvin Kamara connections fun. So I, I, you know, he clearly is an outlet for uh, Taysom Hill. So that's, to your disadvantage, I suppose. Plus, with Drew Brees out of the 
the team they can run the rpo a little bit more which is yeah. what they always put Taysom hill in for anyway yeah, for so sure. when that yeah. becomes a solid part of their offense i think it opens things up for alvin Kamara a little yeah. bit more because it's not run or pass it's run pass option all the time yeah. um so i don't know i think it's interesting uh all right so we talked about the flex a little bit in there justin jefferson i i think can offset some of it are but you I done think- are you done with the, are you keeping Justin Jefferson in or are you not sure yet? Well, that's what I'm talking about. I think Justin Jefferson, maybe I, I switch out if I can, but I, I think if at right now, Justin Jefferson's sitting in my flex. And I think Justin Jefferson plus the two running backs versus Alan Kamara, Chris Carson, and Mike yeah. Davis. I think it's probably a little bit of a push because I just don't have that third running back to get in there. So, um, all right, let's go to the wide receivers. Keenan Allen all right. and DeAndre Hopkins for Ray versus Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams. This is where I feel like this is where the gap is coming from. I Keenan Allen's also hurt and may not play, which has some yeah. pretty big repercussions. Um, but and DeAndre Hopkins against Philly, I think will have a good game. Um, and this is where I struggle with Kyler Murray because if Kyler Murray has a good game, DeAndre Hopkins probably has a good game. So do I leave Kyler in and let it kind of neutralize yeah. or do I switch it out and hope that they both have a bad game, right? Um, I mean, I once again lean you here, and Ray. I do think you have a great chance to win this game. I, I honestly do. Um, I lean here you on wide receivers. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is. I really love him, and I think he's an amazing one uh, wide receiver. I would take him on the Giants any day of the week. Um, but he kind of some ways he gets lost, and some weeks he's gonna scores a bunch of points too. So hopefully against Philly, he he comes up with a big game. I could see that though. I could see that. Yeah. Um. Keenan Allen, I don't watch enough of, honestly. I gotta Keenan watch Allen Keenan has Allen. just been doing nothing but be a consistent wide receiver he all year. So I think actually. he saw, if he plays, I think he's good for like eight to 15 points. And that's yeah, what you want out of that guy. Yeah. So um, I think Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams are are pretty much well, clutch Tyreek for Hill me. Is, how great is Tyreek Hill? <laughs> I'm worried. I'm always worried that Tyreek Hill is just one injury, one hamstring injury away from not playing for a game and getting it. me zero points. But, and I definitely can imagine that would happen. It probably Andy will Adams happen. Also but... scores you a shit ton of points. <laughs> yeah. So you have to beep that out. Beep. I'll, I'll take my, I'll take my chances here. I think I've got the, um, I think yeah. I've got the edge in the wide receivers. I don't know if it makes up on the, on the gap of the flex, but I think, um, I think I've got the wide receiver edge here. Right. Tight, tight end, ends. Ray, let's move on to the right. defense. Yeah, well, yeah, we're done. Ray, <laughs> tight end, you definitely have it. I don't have a tight end. Although Logan Thomas has been quietly, you know. Yeah, he's been playing better. I, and yeah. here's a little thing about Logan Thomas. I didn't realize that Logan Thomas was like a pretty established guy in the nfl I, like, I thought he was like a rookie and i'm like oh this is great i have rookie protection on logan thomas he's been in the league for like nine years <laughs> oh wow yeah who did he who did he play for before Does everyone he... he's basically played for everyone as a backup a tight end and then he goes yeah he's definitely a journeyman um i actually think i may put in robert tunyon because robert tunyon has been playing really nice um and i think it's my only chance of of doing a head-to-head uh yeah, win so against he played for uh, buffalo for a bit detroit Kind of could have told you that he was a bill. Yeah, I know. I, Arizona, like I don't know. <laughs> it's been all sorts of. Um, cool. Yeah, I, I mean Ray, Ray, yeah. Ray wins this one hands down. Ray doesn't have to ever move Travis Kelsey out except for the bye week. That's right. All right, so we got Colts defense versus the Steelers defense. Um, you know, Houston or Cincinnati. So Houston at home. The Colts defense actually they do come up with some points, don't they? They do. I mean, so I, many but I also times think this season they've already played each other once this year. So let's see what that score was when Houston yeah. played Indy. Um, Indy got 11 yeah. points, which is respectable, but you know, they're not getting a ton of points. 
Yeah, I mean, I go Steelers here, and and you only mostly on who they're playing. I mean, I know it's right. a rival game for them, but I'm I'm going mostly on on that. And the Steelers defense is obviously great. They they you haven't had one negative point week at all this season. No, the Steelers have been really solid. Their lowest scoring week was a two against yeah. the Redskins, which was definitely a surprise. I mean, sorry, the Washington football team. Um, yeah. And then kicker to kicker, I think it's a push. Justin Tucker, Jason Myers. Is I basically think it's a push. a push too. But here's yeah. the interesting thing. I think this game comes down to the IDPs. You think so? I've I've been surprised at the points I've been getting from my IDPs all season. I was kind of going back, and uh, some of my IDPs have been, you know, adding that twenty point boost to my team every week. Um, and you know, Ray has he's got Jeremy Chin in there who who can definitely get some points, which I think is a little bit of an off uh, offsetting point yeah. for Blake Martinez. Um, but you know, TJ Watt has been a little inconsistent um, in terms of that. The one good thing about TJ is he plays kind of like a linebacker. So it depends on how Pittsburgh plays him, but Bobby Wagner versus Roquan Smith. I think it's a pretty much a toss up uh, yeah. and Jamal Adams. Um, you know, he's a, he's a great safety, but Jabril Peppers can have some pretty good weeks as well. So I, I think it could really come down to if one side's IDPs perform better than the other, that could be the, the big equalizer. Yeah, I think, so. I mean, I guess to me what comes, so yes. Um, but I think what comes down to this for me is how Derrick Henry plays football, honestly. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see how that, how that goes. So overall, you know, if you said, who are you taking? Um, I think you have the stronger team here. So I would take you. Um, again, I did that in the, in the bracket, but I think I'd still stick, stick with you on this one, but I think Ray has a really nice chance. I, it's a fun week. Actually. I, I'd like, I'd love to have one upset in the playoff bracket this season, which would be really sad for you. It would be sad. It's interesting <laughs> that uh, the same thing happened in my cousin's league. And I asked that this was the first time. So this is, we have the top four seeds in the playoffs. Um, right. So, um, and so, uh, and so does Patrick's league as well. The top four seasons made the playoffs. So um, that's not, that's pretty rare in fantasy football. There's usually a it first is. round upset because yeah, there's so much that can is. happen. So um, I think it's, it, it's kind of cool that it's happening for, yeah. you know, the, the people who should be there are there. The teams are big, they're good. Um, it sets up for some really good matchups. And, and beyond that, regardless of who wins this game, the third place game is also going to be a good game. So yeah, yeah. Um, I think we're going to have some really interesting football over the next two I weeks. I think so too. It's going to, you know what, I, honestly, I don't want to say that I'm sad that I'm out of it or I'm happy that I'm out of it. I'm kind of happy I'm out of it because I'm actually really going to enjoy watching this and not having to worry about my, uh, <laughs> my team at all and being embarrassed every week. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, you can't radio show. It's amazing that you went to 196 <laughs> to 70. What happened? Twice. What happened? But... Two weeks in a row, two weeks in a row, nonetheless. All right. Well, um, what do you yeah, so well, hey one one more thing i only want to mention this is uh, not about the game something separate i know that our uh, one of our big listeners tim has contacted the league office uh, <laughs> to talk about uh, a potential uh, logo for um, a league of of no league of ordinary gentlemen <laughs> um, which will be fun actually i think that's kind of another enhancement to our little world so we'll see what comes about from that huh definitely so i think um what we did also learn was that the league of ordinary gentlemen is not a very unique fantasy football league game. So a little bit of a heartbreak in there, but I don't know. I bet you they don't all have podcasts. Oh, I bet you they don't. I bet you so, they do not. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, good luck to Ray, Stav, Tim. I'll hopefully get a little Yourself. luck in this. 
Good luck to everybody yeah. else next season. Um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck to Jeff and Matt playing a ruckus six seven place. Well, we'll uh, it is. <laughs> um, so the uh, I guess we can update the draft order a little bit. So so Matt becomes the fifth pick of the draft. You are the sixth pick of the draft based yeah. on seating. Um, and so now we we will figure out the last four as well. Um, but uh, again. Trade, trade window opens up right after uh, the season's over. So if people are thinking they want to trade players, they want to do it before the season's over, they want to trade draft picks, I like opens it. up as soon as the season's the over. The only thing so. you can't do, and we could probably talk about this in the last week or for wrap-up, is that you can't pick up players on the waiver wire after the season's over. Right. No, the so. waiver wire is closed, so you can't you can't right. do that. But. Right. All right. Well, all right. Well, this was great. This is going to be more playoff football. We will uh, we'll see everybody back here for what will be eventually the championship week. Ooh, so sad. 16 weeks gone. It'll be, it'll be so sad, but here's not to wishing. Cause you know what we want to, we want to see this week already. Let's, let's not wish our lives away. Right. <laughs> it's 2020 after all. Yeah. <laughs> all right, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. We are back to another episode of airing it out season two, episode 16, week 15 of the NFL too long, too fast. That's not right. That's not right. (laughs) We're that week 15 of the NFL. Oh no, we are. (laughs) I'm I'm looking at last week's scores. Shit. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Oh man. It was great. It was great. I didn't love my opening anyways. All right. For the record, it's my fault. I just really <laughs> needed something for the blooper reel. <laughs> Moron. Clapboard. And we are back to another episode of Airing It Out, Season 2, Episode 15. Nope. <laughs> now you got me off. <laughs> <laughs>